Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. All right, people, we're on. We're here. Are we? We're back in the studio. We are. We're back in the Vegas studio. Super excited we can be doing these live. I love it. Well, I don't know when the last time we did was live, maybe last summer. Dude, was it really that long ago? It was, but now we have a couple of uh, dogs <laughs> with us <laughs> that we're trying to manage, but they look like they're doing okay. <laughs> we got dogs and wine. Yep. I um, was at Target the other day, and I saw these Valentine's cards. Like, Cards are kind of, I don't want to say they're a scam, but they're so expensive for a piece of paper. <laughs> so I took a bunch it's of pictures. I took a bunch of pictures of them and I was like, I want to send this to Jill. <laughs> like there was something about, oh, well, I'm not even going to say what it is because I was like, I'll just send this to you instead of a card. I'll have the picture of a card at Target that I thought of you. <laughs> and I saw a couple, I was like, this is cute. Like for Jeff and I'm going, I don't want to fucking buy this card though. Like, right. So I'm just, just like, I want to just take pictures of cards. <laughs> <laughs> just like, let me tell you about this card. Does, does anyone else do that? Yeah, just like digital cards. It's like a meme. Yeah. We were actually laughing because, as you guys know, we've not that we've been necessarily struggling for topics, but because we haven't had any guests on lately, and you and I haven't really been talking, like we haven't seen each other that much. So like usually, and I don't know that it's because we're like in long-term relationships now, but like we, when you lived in LA, we were talking all the time and seeing each other all the time. We were dating all the time. So it just seemed to be a lot of topics. Also, it's the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So even today we were kind of talking about like, what should we, what should we discuss on the episode? And you were like, have we? And I'm like, yeah, we did. Have we? Yeah, we have. We talked about that too. So we've gotten to the point where we've just like talked about so much, but I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, we were talking about that. Oh, I know. Yesterday. Memes, memes. Yeah. You were like, what meme should we just expand on? Yeah, just, <laughs> Literally. There's, there's always memes out there that we're like, yeah, we could talk about this meme It's like here. that. It's that meme of a meme where it's like that person goes to therapy and is like, I'm going to hold up some memes and you tell me which one you resonate with. <laughs> or just say mood. <laughs> just say this oh my god oh my god no but we have talked about so much are so good dude you think you can't run out of things to talk about. and we really don't run out of no, things to don't. talk about but as we get started they, they flow i think good. we're trying to make sure that it's relevant to y'all listening and sometimes you know and jill and i do this a lot we're like that wasn't very good and then we listen back i was like that was a really great episode right. the, the episode we talked about not knowing what to talk about was actually one of my favorite Me episodes too. <laughs> It turned into, we actually had a lot to say. We did. We it did. was actually really fun. So today's episode is a depressing and devastating topic. <laughs> and I'm being sarcastic, but actually not at all. Um, we wanted to talk about hair loss and kind of bringing this up because <clears throat> I just had, I had COVID in November and I started noticing that when I was brushing my hair, probably mid-December, um, just a lot of hair coming out of my brush and the, like the weekly amount that I could pull out of my brush was coming out daily. And I was, I had, ex- I put extensions in, in August when I went to hair love retreat. And so for whatever reason, I kind of was brushing it off as maybe my extensions were coming out, which I'd had them at this point for four or five months. So it didn't make sense that they were suddenly shedding, but I didn't want to 
think that I was losing my hair. And then I saw a post on Facebook where a girl said she was wearing a hat and I could see the side was nearly bald. And she just posted about how she was really devastated, but she wanted to come out about it. And she lost 60% of her hair from COVID and she thought about doing wigs and she had cried about it, but now she was like ready to just own it and share it and just wear hats. And I was like, damn, that's really brave. And then I just like this light bulb went on for me and I was like, shit, is that that what's happening to me? And um, I ended up getting my extensions out like a week and a half ago and definitely, and you people know here, if you've had like eyelash extensions or even hair extensions, like you suddenly feel naked naked right like eyelash extensions you're like I look so tired or something looks different about my eyes and if you have hair extensions too your hair already just feels thinner or shorter whatever because you had those things in so I I'm used to that I've taken them out before but it was just very there was a big bigger difference I could tell and um and we would just wanted to kind of bring this up and talk about just not only the COVID thing but stress and Mm -hmm. things that can have an effect on our bodies and then ultimately affecting our confidence and affecting our moods and Mm -hmm. this kind of crap that we go through. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is actually a big postpartum issue as well. Like postpartum, definitely stress. So like when you had brought it up to me originally, um, I was like, you know, also not only just COVID. So I, I, that was the first time I had heard that, that it was like potentially a side effect of COVID. But we can't also take into consideration, like deny the fact that, you know, you were taking care of your mom who had like, you know, terminal cancer for like 10 months, which was extremely stressful. I mean, you ended up losing like five, 10 pounds over the course of that 10 months. You um, just felt like you had, like your sleep was compromised. You like, you, you know, you're just, your whole physiology was stressed. Even if you had moments where like you didn't feel stress in your head, right? Your physiology is still under stress. And sometimes when that sort of like finishes up or like early the next thing, your body kind of does rebel. And so I actually had an experience with this right after the divorce, right after that I found out about my husband's affair was it was, I think it was a combination of, I wasn't eating as much Mm. too. And that could have also been something for you as well. Um, I definitely wasn't eating as much because I just had no appetite, you know, and I don't think I even got my appetite back until like three years later, to be honest, like my full appetite. Um, and just being under a huge amount of stress, I definitely noticed that it was, my hair was breaking off more. I definitely noticed it was thinning more. I think probably, and that was in 2014 that I found out about the affair. So, um, I think shit, what's that been seven years? Like, I definitely feel like I probably lost like a quarter of my hair Mm -hmm. since then. And, you know, turning 40 this year, hormonal changes, things like that. I think this is, it's funny because you were thinking about talking about this today and I was like, what's the, (laughs) what's the takeaway? But I don't know that there's necessarily a takeaway except to, to talk about how we know that a lot of women are dealing with this and dealing with it silently because it does feel so devastating because you, when, when your hair starts shedding and you are unable, like you just feel like it's, you literally feel like you're going to be bald in like two months, yeah, yeah. you know, like you definitely go that down that road of like, I'm not going to have any hair when I'm 45, you know? And like, you literally just, and so then you just feel helpless and it's extremely, um, emotional, which doesn't help the situation. 
you know, and there are certain things you can do like, you know, shampoos and conditioners and whatever, but I think so much of it has to do with stress on the physiology and these last two years, just being in the pandemic with so much uncertainty, so much unpredictability, so much things, so many things changing, the economy, people being out of jobs. Like, are you kidding me? This is like the like most impactful stressful period we've had of our entire generation pretty much these last couple of years. Dude, it is so the emotional toll is really interesting because like <clears throat> the logical part of me is like, it's just hair, you know, and we all know like it's just hair. It can grow back. But we all we've all had that haircut or like cut bangs and we're like, no, I'm so ugly. And we just did a podcast episode on like feeling more feminine or becoming more feminine. And there's just this there. Your hair holds a lot of your identity, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting how much it really affected me. Um emotionally and I think and I was telling Jill this in the car and I was getting a little emotional but I was triggered too just by thinking about my mom losing her hair from radiation and that was definitely a trigger but I think more than anything it's just how you feel about yourself like your confidence and I you don't realize where you find your confidence and you don't think it's in your hair and you're like I'm confident I'm fine I'm good but if something changes in your body like you maybe you gain 20 pounds because some hormonal things or just whatever like Mm -hmm. it's pandemic and you're just not exercising or your hair is falling out or you're starting to get wrinkles and you didn't have wrinkles like these things start to chip away at your confidence and you're like wow I thought I was pretty confident I thought I had good self-esteem and I love myself but it's like these little things that are either aging related or just stress related suddenly kind of throw you back and they kind of make you go I thought I was good but this is this is throwing me off in a way I didn't expect and I I've been thinking about this over a couple days because I was crying to well I was crying about it crying to Jeff about it. And he was like, he goes, don't complain about it. Um, capitalize on it. You know, start talking about it, post about it. And I was like, I'm just not like right now. I don't want to hear that. And I get it. I think that it does help, you know, other people. And he's, I, he said, and he knows this about me. He's like, I think it will help other people for one. And it will also help you to process as you talk about it. And if other people can relate, but the other part of that is one is just like, it's not feeling alone. Um, but it's, I'm like, I don't want to capitalize. I just don't want it to be happening. I don't want it to be here in this situation. But as I started to like sit with that and think about it, I was going, okay, how am I going to move forward? Because I can't cry about this for the next six months. Like that's exhausting. No one wants to hear anybody complain. It's not attractive either. Um, There's nothing I could do about it. So if I'm complaining to him every single day about my hair, like that's going to get old fast. I definitely recognize. So I was thinking about my framework that I was doing on my TEDx talk and about building confidence. And so I really believe that you have to do something you can control. And so you have to do something you can control consistently over time. So I've been thinking about this just in my own head of what can I do to feel better about myself with my hair being shitty. So I'm like, I'm going to probably put on makeup every day. So I feel a little bit prettier, even if my hair is not good, or I'm going to like buy some really cute hats, or I'm going to like really focus on the gym. So if I start feeling better about my body, then I'm not focused on my hair as much. So these are the kind of processes I've been thinking about because I'm going, I can't stay feeling shitty about this for a while, for a long time. And it's going to last longer than I want it to. So what can I do to get my confidence back instead of waiting for my hair to grow back? Cause that's mm-hmm. just going to be 
that's going to be like watching, I don't know, fucking watching a plant grow out of the ground. So yeah, it's, it's definitely like, what can you do while waiting and doing? And like, I agree with you. I think putting yourself back in your power and going, okay, like, cool. So we can talk about, you know, like potentially getting your blood labs done, like, which is something I've definitely wanted to be doing. I've definitely wanted to do for like the last year or two. I just need to do it. It's just a fucking errand, which is always hard for me, but, um, you know, getting my labs done and just like looking at that stuff and seeing what that is and not like making it this big catastrophic, like everything's going wrong. I think for me, I definitely vacillate back and forth between like sort of ignoring it. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine to like going like, oh shit, I really want to take care of this. So, you know, I think even just going to the gym and like managing your stress better will also work. You know, for me, definitely eating more whole foods, like that's huge. It's like getting my micronutrients on point, you know, eating more like range of different foods, make sure I'm taking my vitamins. I've just started doing IVs again, you know, just to make sure that I'm getting like all of my, you know, just have like enough micronutrients and things like that for my, you know, and, and I think we see this also not only in hair, but we see it in nails. We see it in skin, right? Like if you're starting to break out, things like that, it's just, it's an indication that something's happening on a cellular level. And so I think the more healthy that you can live, not obsessively, obviously, but to be like, cool, more whole foods, more range of different types of foods to get, you know, whatever the, the micronutrients that you need, exercise regularly, make sure you're sleeping plenty, make sure you are managing your stress, even doing things like sauna therapy, doing things like, you know, cold plunges, like just stuff like that, that help your adrenals. Cause that's the thing, right? That's really like the biggest thing mm-hmm. for stress is like, it all centers first and foremost on your adrenals. You're pumping out tons of cortisol and your body is simply not making the building blocks fast enough that it needs, right? So like you are tend, you do tend to this really thing like adrenal fatigue and stuff like that that you know about um, tends to start. And so if we can do more restorative type stuff, yeah. right, give ourselves that time and space to um, make sure that we're sleeping, managing our stress, doing all the things. So even just those different modalities like sauna and steam room and things that we wouldn't necessarily like self-care, right? Like, yeah. It, it all matters. It all goes into this like big pile of like how stressed we feel on a cellular level. And if your body doesn't have the micronutrients, if it doesn't have the building blocks it needs for things like hair, skin, and nails, you're going to see that. Yeah. And so I've definitely started thinking a little bit more about that as well. Probably checking myself like alcohol, you know, drinking, stuff like that obviously is huge as well. Um, yeah. And just getting healthy. Also, but fuck a cold plunge. have you done that shit i have done it but i last like 30 seconds like not a long time i'll do like 10 15 minutes in the hot sauna get super hot and then go do a cold plunge for like 30 seconds it's like 55 degrees like it's pretty cold i've like jumped into cold water and like done like a swimming pool and then jumped into a hot you know like a cold ass swimming pool but i've never done like an official like ice bath which it's getting a lot more mainstream now like kirsten shout out kirsten Oh um, yeah, I saw her doing that. Yeah, she's doing a lot of that actually in her brand now as well. So she's um and we have friends of ours that, you know, really kind of especially I feel like if you guys aren't following Huberman Lab, he talks a lot about that stuff and we have these sort of like I think especially now because of the pandemic, we've seen a lot of people like and this is a good thing come out of the word work and talk about alternative therapies, like talk about alternative ways of getting healthy because we can't just rely on you know, meds and (laughs) like the government to know what to do. I think a lot of people are starting to take their health into their own hands, which I think is really cool. So I think part of this conversation is just to go, Hey, if you're experiencing weight loss or, or I'm sorry, hair loss, hair thinning, hair breaking off. I mean, fuck, I probably should be drinking more water. You're not alone. 
and I think it can feel so lonely mm-hmm. and so devastating. And like to your point, where like you're thinking about it all the time. And I think, you know, kind of getting it out there and be like, hey, there's a lot of women, especially in our age group that I know my mom experienced massive hair loss when she was starting, when she's perimenopausal, menopausal. I don't think I'm quite there yet, but I remember she would call me and be like, and she was taking at one point she was doing Rogaine like for men, like Jade kind of told her to maybe start doing that. And, you know, she was taking a ton of biotin and stuff. I think it's sort of like, it's either slowed down or she just hasn't like, it doesn't feel as urgent to her anymore because she hasn't brought it up in a while. But I think when she was going through menopause, it was huge. Oh, that's fucking scary. I know, because I'm like, I'm not even fucking there yet. <laughs> I know. I'm like, just by the, right when my hair grows back, then menopause is going to drop it again. I keep waiting to be old enough to, like, not care about my looks. I'm like, I when know. will I just be like, <laughs> I'm basically a dude and a troll at the same right. time. Right. I mean, I, every time I think that I'm better, like, I'm like... I feel confident yeah. in myself. I feel really good. And then this happens. I'm going, oh, that's a thing. I didn't realize. I feel fu- like I don't look my best physically, but I'm not. I don't think about it. Don't obsess about right. it. I really am like, I'm cool. It's fine. But I didn't think that this would be such a emotional thing for me. And it's just very, it's very strange. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I'm definitely not looking forward to that happening again in menopause. And then the research I started doing on it. I found mostly postpartum stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, and I yeah. saw one of my girlfriends, she just had a baby. And so I saw her stories and she was just pulling out clumps of hair. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And this was actually before I realized mine was coming out. And she's like, it's okay. I have tons of it. Like she's got really, really thick hair. And my mom too, she was losing her hair, but she just had super thick hair. So she could kind of, she could stand to lose it. But I don't have the thickest hair and it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's more about just how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have to take this into my own hands and like, like Jeff said, like, stop, don't complain about it. And I'm like, I know that's not attractive. Nobody wants the person who's like constantly complaining they're fat and not doing anything or constantly complaining they're broke and not doing anything or constantly complaining about their hair and they can't do anything about it. So I like have to knock it off. But, um, you know, I'm like going through my grieving process of, this happening and just going, okay, what can I do? And I, I really have been brainstorming. I'm like, this is what I need to do to feel better about myself. So like working out is definitely a thing that I'm like, if I focus more on that, I know I'm just focused on getting stronger and focused on consistency. Then I'm not worried as much about my hair. If I'm focused on just like, I, I always share this, that after I found out my husband's affair, like I would get up every day, put on makeup, you know, do my hair and get ready. And I was like, maybe I just need to do that. Like just put on mascara so I don't feel so, so ugly in the morning or something. But I think there's things we can do. I think also just having the conversation helps just to know that, you know, we're not alone. I I really do hate the, the whole comment of like, it's hair, it grows back. Cause I'm like, yes, but uh, I mean, but it only does if you change what you're doing, sure, right? Sure. So that's the thing. It's like, if you keep doing what you're doing, especially so if it's like a lifestyle thing, you know, it's like, it doesn't grow back if you're not changing anything. I'm like, it grows back, but may not grow back how it was. Like it will grow. (laughs) Yeah. My change, my hair has actually changed quite a bit in the last seven years. It's just like the texture has changed a lot, you know, like it used to be, um, like more coarse. Now it's more fine. Like it's just, it's definitely changed. Like I have a lot more like volume now, I think because I have less hair. So it's not as like heavy. It's not like weighing it down. So I have a lot more like volume on the top of my head. It's just like, it's been like slow changes. Like no one would really necessarily notice unless you looked at a picture of me from like 2014 to now. And you're like, oh yeah, like you can definitely tell it's either thinner or it's breaking off or Mm -hmm. it doesn't get as long or whatever, but like moment to moment it doesn't, you know? And so I think, for me, it's been such a gradual process that I'm like, 
I don't know, the, the immediacy of it has sort of worn off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that <clears throat> can make a difference too, just like suddenly happening versus kind totally. of over time. Yep. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's been a weird thing. I definitely thought we should talk about it. I'm sure, uh, you know, I'd love to hear if any of you are struggling with this as well, whether it's postpartum or COVID or stress related or even just 2020 related, or you're like, I have no fucking idea why my hair is falling out. (laughs) Or, you know, or if you have gone through it and you have some really exciting, like, hey, it only lasted three months or four months and it started going back, like, give us some hope here. (laughs) Uh, Maybe tell us what you did to help. Obviously, I was like, you know, there's those gummy bear hair things. I'm like, I'm just going to eat like a bottle a day. (laughs) Maybe that will do something. But, you know, there's, there's only so much we can do. And then goes back to like, where do you find confidence and where do you kind of center your value around. And so I know that I don't center my value around my hair, but it did, it did shock me how much it did, um, did affect me. And, uh, you know, I don't want it to. And I think that just talking about this and making that, that valid as well, where, you know, we know a lot of you guys are very self-aware too. And we might go, I know better than this. I know it's not about my looks. I know it's not about that. And I still feel shitty. It's still affecting me. It still makes me feel bad and that's okay. So anyway, I hope this content was somewhat valuable. And if you are struggling with it, I'm sorry if you're not. Hopefully you never have to. Um, but thought it was a good conversation. And just at least like what Jill said, too, is brings up more more conversation about just our overall health and taking totally. care of ourselves on a cellular level and just stress level and, and all of those things. Yep. Totally. Well, we would definitely be interested in hearing what, uh, if you have gone through this, if it's something that you have dealt with in the past, if you're dealing with it currently, tell us, you know, go into the Facebook group, the best life at the best life podcast.com. And that's our website. You can get to our Facebook group from that. You can search it on Facebook, the best life podcast. Um, would love to just hear what has worked for you guys. If this is resonating with you, if you want more of these sorts of things, if you want to be updated on what Danny's going to be starting to do as a result of it. And, um, we can have that conversation, but appreciate you guys holding space for us and looking forward to seeing how it goes. See ya. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.